0: So I had this dream the other night where my my wife and I had killed someone by by accident and we were afraid so we just like covered up all the evidence and we put like branches over the, the car. I think we had killed them inside a car somehow and we went back to our house and they, they were a neighbor of ours and the police had shown up and the mom was there and you know it was this whole kind of circus going on next door. And so we realized, like, shit, we're, we're, you know, did we leave any DNA behind? Did we leave any evidence behind? So, you know, how would we explain? Because, you know, happened right next door. So, or at least they lived right next door. So we decided to, you know, start a search party on our own and be like, this isn't gonna happen in our neighborhood. And so we went out and we, you know, looked around for a while and eventually we found the crime scene. Found, you know, that way we could explain that. That's why our DNA and all of our fingerprints and stuff were all over the cars because we were the ones who found the crime scene, and that would hopefully remove us from suspicion. What was,
1: uh, what was the feeling that you or like your character had while doing all of this?
0: I was very anxious, but my wife was like very determined. And in my dream, she was the one who came up with the plan to do this because, like, what we. I think I think in the dream we didn't realize that the person we had accidentally killed was our neighbor, or our neighbor's daughter, or something like that. And we we were living in in a city at the time. This is like not in our current uh, place. So it was on some weird, like it was like a the place we left the car was like a back road in the city. And I, I, I was definitely I was very nervous, and I was trying to you know, come up with a plan. And my wife was just like, no, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to go there. I'm going to, you know, look around for a while and then we'll find the crime scene.
1: And I don't give as granular meaning to dreams and nightmares as some people do, where if you're flying, it has something to do with sex. Yeah. Always. That's just the rule.
0: Water. <laughs> yeah, water. And Anything has to do with sex.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, it means you're going to get a promotion soon or something. Yeah. But I do think dreams and nightmares tell you something about your own emotional state recently. Yeah. Not necessarily any, like, material facts, but just where your head's been at.
0: Right. Well, it's also interesting, too, that every, every person in your dream is you. and kind of reflected back at yourself. So, like, even though it was my wife... Who came up with the idea to go and you know find find the car so that we could plant basically plant our own dna at the scene (laughs) um even though you know it was her it was me you know and the the, the murder victim was me and the mother was me and all these people they were all just me reflected back at me
1: these are some of the multitudes you contain
0: right yeah and I, i think there's something to be said in in you know, they're, they're, there's something interesting in examining that um, that reflection of yourself. Like, why did these extensions? Like, what, Why did this person do this? Why did this person do that? Like, maybe maybe they don't even represent the people that they are yeah. in real life. Maybe they're just you know characters that you're using, or they're they're almost like playing. Like, you're using people from your own life to play roles in these these dreams.
1: Yeah, these people have some kind of significance to you. even if they're not actually people you know in real life but more representative of an idea like a neighbor um i don't know i think that's an interesting one because even in a city a a neighbor can be somebody whose personal life comes through the walls into your place and yet you cannot really know them at all
0: yeah you can see them every day and have no idea who they actually are yeah i heard something oh go ahead
1: no, I was just gonna say I lived in a building for like ten years, and only in the final year did I start like saying, having substantial conversations with my neighbors.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think when we when we moved out of Queens, on the very last day, we ended up having this you know big conversation with one of our neighbors, and he like took photographs of us, and it was like this whole thing, and it was like strange because we had never really talked to him <laughs> too much until that point. It was very odd.
1: I can't not mention this. Have you seen? The Netflix show You? No. Did your dream have any kind of memorable ending?
0: There was a scene where... So in real life, my car has a remote start and my wife's doesn't. And in my dream, I was walking away from... The, the police had come to do something, and there were like, two cop cars nearby, and like, they had stopped, and I was trying to like evade their suspicion. And so I was walking toward my car, and I went to start it, but then I looked and it was my wife's car, but it, it automatically started. I don't know, I was just confused. I remember being confused by that and it somehow drew the attention of the police. And so then it, it was it was about to turn into like a police chase where I was about to rush into, into the car and try to speed out of there. But then I ended up waking up, so that was kind yeah. of where, where it ended. It was anticlimactic, but... They usually are. Yeah. So I, I tend to have nightmares pretty regularly. I have very kind of traumatizing dreams. And I suppose maybe that's why I'm fascinated by them is because I've I've always had these strange experiences. I mean, I get, I get, you know, sleep paralysis and stuff too. And it's always like a very scary, horrifying experience. Yeah. So, so I have these dreams that are very emotionally evocative. And the other night I woke up screaming from a dream getting back into the, the whole apartment thing and how you don't really know your neighbors. I had a dream that my my wife and I, my family, with, with our daughter, we moved into this uh, apartment building and everyone was a little bit weird at first and we just thought, oh, this is kind of like a like strange, sort of offbeat, eccentric hub of people living in this building. And the more we lived there, this dream took you know, maybe a couple months and the longer we lived there, the longer we realized that everyone there was obsessed with the building itself, and seemed to have this sort of feeling that the building would provide for them no matter what they needed. And we didn't really know what it was talking about at first until there was some sort of like weird disaster outside that cut us off from from supplies, from communication, and everybody was like, "Oh, the building! The building will take care of us." And what we didn't really realize at the time. Was that that meant that one of the people in the building, we were going to eat them? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. so so it it was it was really fucked up, and like the building would provide quote unquote in other ways too. Like everybody had you know electricity and all this other stuff, but when we got cut off from supplies, the building took control of somebody and made them like a willing sacrifice for everybody else to consume until we were able to get food again from from somewhere else. And so the building was almost like haunted and sentient. And at the end of the dream, the building had decided to possess our daughter. And we didn't really know, like we didn't know why, but we knew it it wouldn't be any good. And so... I was trying to get my daughter back. I was trying to, like, exorcise this de- like this demonic building or whatever out of my, my daughter, and I was, I was like, give her back, give her back, give her back, and it was horrifying. But one weird thing about this dream was that the way you could tell somebody was possessed was that their face would be blank, but they would have this weird, like, blue bulb on top of their head that would have their face in it with, like, their facial expressions. It was a very weird it was like a glowing blue like orb or like a mask on top of their head where you could like a, see their real face and their real emotions was it like the the captured true
1: self it seemed like that yeah i i love all of that the um the idea of the idea of like the building will provide for us is so like fertile ground to, to build stories on top of,
0: I suppose you know we we've been watching Encanto a lot with our uh, with our daughter, and I, I've been watching um, Archive Eighty One, which is about like a creepy apartment building where everybody's in a cult. And yeah, I suppose those two things kind of merge together in my psyche, where it's like, oh, it's like a house that provides everything, and then <laughs> oh, it's an apartment building that is creepy and horrible. Yeah, yeah. Josh Crowley.
1: And I'm T.R. Appleton. We take your nightmares and transform them into improvised horror stories. This is The Exquisite Graveyard. Jansen turned the key in the lock for the first time. The apartment had that blank slate look. He didn't have much to decorate it with. He also hadn't heard one of his neighbors approach from behind. Hello, they said, all together too cheerfully.
0: Jansen spun, recoiled, nearly punching the man in the face in his fear. Jesus Christ, he said, that's a hell of a way to greet someone. Sorry, 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 said the neighbor. My name is Henry and I uh, I live across the hall. I just, I, I heard you moving in and I thought I'd come by and say hi. I didn't mean to spook you. I just you know, didn't know how else to get your attention.
1: Henry continued. You'll find that we like to greet the new neighbors here. We think of ourselves as a tight-knit community. You know how the city can be. It's not a friendly place. We have to look out for each other.
0: Jansen bristled a little at this. In his previous apartment, he had rarely spoken with his neighbors, and he enjoyed the solitude. He dreaded the idea of getting involved with some sort of weird building community where everybody was friends with each other, and they all attended each other's dinner parties, and he just wanted to be left to his own devices and have the friends he already had.
1: Henry approached Jansen closer while he was talking, and Jansen instinctively backed up a few steps, until without realizing it, he had brought Henry into his new home. He was hoping that this conversation would have been over already, and yet it seemed like it was just getting started.
0: Henry took a look around the apartment and smiled. It's like the opposite of my layout. It's exactly the same thing. Bedrooms over there, kitchens over there. In my place, the kitchen's over there, and bedrooms over there. Jansen was surprised by how excited the man seemed over such trivial details. Yup, he said. <laughs> eyeing the man, hoping that he would turn around and leave the way he'd come. "'Do you mind if I take a look at your bedroom?' said Henry. (laughs) "'I want to see if the closets are in the same place they are in mine.'"
1: It was such a strangely intimate question that Jansen didn't know how to refuse. "'Sure, uh, yeah, go on, go on in,' he said. Besides, there was nothing in there. How long could he be there to look at the closets?' I'd offer you something to drink, Jansen said, but,
0: uh,
1: he gestured at the
0: empty rooms around him. Haven't even unpacked your glasses yet, huh? Said Henry. That's the first thing I'd do, I get thirsty, real thirsty. Henry stepped past him toward the bedroom, taking long, confident strides, looking around and clucking his tongue. (coughs) Yep, almost exactly the same as mine, he said. He pushed open the bedroom door and strutted inside as if he'd owned the place. Closets are right where they are in mine, too! Jansen
1: thought maybe he could out-weird this weirdo. He tried to appear very interested. Oh, is that right? Why, uh, why, why don't we
0: go take a look at your apartment? I'd love to see the exact same layout, but mirrored. Henry spun and looked at him with an icy glare. You want to do what? Jason was startled by his strange response, considering how excited the man seemed to be over the very same thing he had just requested. I... I, I just... I wanted to... just go across and see... what... You, the same... He stammered. He wasn't sure how to continue. Henry took some slow steps toward him. Yeah, we can... we can go to my place. It's just, um... it's just a bit of a mess. Oh, that's... that's... that's totally alright.
1: Jansen said he was still pretty shaken by the dramatic response he had just elicited in Henry. He had been thinking that he would just shut the door
0: as soon as Henry got outside, but now he felt a little scared. Henry strolled toward the front door, glancing back over his shoulder. Before reaching the doorway, he stopped and turned around. Actually, you know what? What kind of neighbor am I? Why don't I help you unpack? Jansen wasn't sure how to react to this. He didn't want to reject the man's offer out of fear of seeming ungrateful. The more he learned about his neighbor, the more he felt as though the man was unstable somehow, possibly dangerous. could have been an act, but he didn't want to take the chance. And yet,
1: it would be nice to have some help moving everything in. Jansen hadn't hired movers. What the hell, he thought. Uh, yeah, that would be great. I, I actually have a truck downstairs, if you don't mind helping. The two made their way to the front of the building, where two middle-aged men seemed comfortably perched on the stoop.
0: This guy again, says one of the men as they pass. Uh, They approached the back of the truck and Jansen unlocked it and rolled it up, revealing about a dozen identical boxes. Each one was labeled glasses.
1: Well, 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 said Henry. Looks like you get real thirsty too. Jansen's shock quickly gave way to anger. What kind of prank is this? Is this something you planned out? Is this, is this some kind of initiation ritual you do for all the new neighbors here? What is this? Jansen
0: turned to the nearest box and started ripping it open. Inside it was filled with varying shapes and sizes, all wrapped in newspaper. Henry climbed up into the back of the truck and cautiously looked into the box. Is this all you got? He said. Just boxes and boxes of glasses?
1: No, said Jansen, exasperated. No, not not at all. That's why I'm asking if this is some kind of prank. He opened another box, and in there, lenses of every kind. Spectacles, monocles, binoculars.
0: Henry started laughing. So you're telling me that you didn't pack this truck with all this shit? You didn't pack this full of glasses? No," said Jansen, increasingly frantic. "I, I, I have no idea what's going on. I, 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 I had furniture. I had, I had clothes and, and, and toys. Toys," said Henry. "What kind of toys? Like sex toys?" "No, no, no. Just like I, I, collect, I collect figurines. I collect action figures." Henry laughed. <laughs> "Like a, like a child? Like a fucking kid?" <laughs> "You kidding me?"
1: "This guy again?" He heard. When Jansen turned around, it wasn't just Henry, but the other two figures as well. Inside his truck, that was no longer filled with his stuff. This guy. Jansen thought he was losing his mind. He made his way past all of them, pushing them out of the way, and walked into the street, looking for where his truck went, as this clearly
0: must have been
1: a replacement.
0: The men turned, remaining in the back of the truck, and looked down at him in amusement. This guy again said one of the men. (laughs) This guy again, said the other man. Jansen continued to back away from the truck, step by step, out into the street. He wasn't sure what exactly he was afraid of. The men stayed exactly where they were, just staring at him, but something filled him with tremendous fear.
1: Hey, hey buddy, said the guy who hadn't spoken much at all. Why did you go check out your apartment again? He said it in such a way that... Jansen felt very compelled to see what had happened. He ran up the stairwell, pushed open the door that he hadn't even bothered to lock. Not only was the apartment fully furnished, but lived in. There were dirty shoes and, and half-filled glasses on the countertop.
0: For a moment he thought he'd stepped out onto the wrong floor. He turned around and looked at the apartment door and confirmed that it was indeed 5A. What the hell's going on, he said to himself. He ran over to the countertop and tried finding something, anything, to to show him who might be living here and what might have happened to the few belongings he'd already brought up. He found mail addressed to him, bearing his name already opened. He found his favorite food in the fridge, along with some of his favorite beer. He ran over to the bedroom and looked inside and there were his clothes, strewn on the edge of the bed and the floor. What in God's name
1: happened? He said out loud. To himself, so he was again surprised when somebody else answered. Well, 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 said a now familiar voice. <sighs> this guy again. Henry smiled and looked around. You know, he said, I'm actually not terribly surprised by any of this. You'll find this is a comfortable place to live, an accommodating place to live. It's a nice building. The building provides.
0: Jansen suddenly felt a weight in his hand. He looked down to see a glass of water. He shook his head, startled. He hadn't remembered taking anything from the countertop earlier. In fact, when Henry had entered, he was sure his hands had been empty. But now, here, was a glass of water. And he felt thirsty. Very thirsty. Yeah, he said. The the building provides... Thank you very much for listening. If you have any nightmares or scary stories that you'd like to see become improvised horror, send them in to nightmares
1: at exquisitegraveyard.com. Until next time, I've been Josh Crowley. And I've been T.R. Appleton, bidding you farewell from the Exquisite Graveyard.